You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. How on earth do we even start this podcast today? This has got to be one of the slowest news days I have ever seen since Joe Biden has been in office. It's terrible. It's terrible. However, I did get to see what all the celebrities are wearing now. That's how slow of a news day it actually is. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, when the media starts, all they're reporting on is things like, um, you know, the 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 royals, the, the latest scandal there, whatever, saying they're racist or whatever nonsense they're saying there. Or they're going into what celebrities are wearing or the latest gossip. They're, they're doing something behind the scenes. Uh, maybe, maybe call me cynical, call me paranoid, whatever. But when they start doing this and they don't report on anything that's going on politically, there's something else going on behind the scenes. Um, whether it's, uh, I don't know, HR1 or uh, covering for what's in the COVID uh, bill or covering for the fact that they're trying to push for gun regulation now or, uh, you know, the, the, the migrant, the, the uh, illegal aliens that we have, you know, on the border. Oh, that. Yeah. Uh, Well, according to the DHS secretary, I suppose we can start. I suppose we can start there. According to the DHS secretary, there is no border crisis at all. Oh, yeah. um, Right. Um, Isn't that a shift? Wasn't he saying? He said, no, listen to this. Earlier this month, uh, DHS secretary uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, I, I think is his name, flat out denied that there is a crisis at the United States southern border. He said the answer is no when asked if he believed that there was a crisis at the border. He said, I think there is a challenge at the border that we are managing and we have our resources dedicated to managing it. What a political answer. Okay, it wasn't him that I seen. Uh, There was somebody else that was talking about it. But we know that there's a crisis down there. We we know that there's a crisis down. Yeah, we we do. Maybe it was the maybe it was the previous secretary, DHS secretary. I don't know. But there was somebody that was up there in the in in government either previous or current saying there's a there is a crisis right now and when you look at the actual numbers um yes this is like the worst crisis we've had on the border um in american history we're we're talking like six thousand illegals a day crossing the border a day to put that in perspective when trump you know we had that the caravans coming up and we had a crisis on the border under trump there was 3,000 a day that came in at that time. Oh, and the media was bashing it, saying, oh, well, where's the wh- where's the border security? Where's the border security? Now they don't care. Now they don't say anything about it. And in fact, they're instead of screaming about kids in cages, now it's... Um, uh, they're what, they're what detention is facilities um, is what they're... Yeah, detention facilities. Well, they're, yes. they're changing the name again from detention facilities to... It was another name they were using, and it, it basically meant... Um, 
it's like a reception. It's like immigrant reception facility or something like that is what they're yeah. Reception. reception. Yeah. Wow. Well, Donald Trump released a statement yesterday from his office. He says when I was he was talking about the border, he said, when I was president, our southern border was in great shape, stronger, safer and more secure than ever. We ended catch and release, shut down asylum fraud and crippled the vicious smugglers, drug dealers and human traffickers, which that's true. That's true. He did. He ended chain migration as well. That's and for those that don't know, chain migration, that means all you have to do is get one person in the family there and then they can bring over all their family, all of it. I mean, oh, like oh. second and third cousins and all the rest. Yeah, of it. don't don't worry. Uh, Biden reinstated all of that. Mm-hmm. These kids that are uh, uh, the unaccompanied um, minors that are coming across. Right. Um, they're allowed to bring their entire family over once they're released mm-hmm. from the facility. Yeah. So. He went on to say the wall, despite horrendous Democrat delays, would have easily been finished by now and is working magnificent and is working (laughs) magnificently. Now I can't say it magnificently. (laughs) I couldn't say it. I I remember one day you had trouble with that word. Yeah. Yeah. That's and you're like, oh, the hell with it. I'll just use something else. Cut this. (laughs) Yeah. Some days it's like so, some days we just, we have trouble with words and other day yeah. and they're, they're just like I don't know where in the hell I ever came what, instead of saying vociferously one day for some reason what, for whatever reason I said vocaferously yeah yeah <laughs> and it was like the fourth time I said it and I just couldn't get it right I don't know why but there are days like that uh, he said that uh, our country is being destroyed at the southern border it's a terrible thing to see and uh, and it is it is now here's the thing. I myself, and I've made this statement before, I myself, I'm a product of immigration. I wouldn't exist if it wasn't for immigration to the United States. My family came from Europe, both sides of it, and different parts of Europe at that. Yeah, but this isn't an argument about immigration. I understand. This is an argument about, about criminals. I get it, but they always the mainstream media is what I'm saying is they always make yeah. it about that instead of making it about what it is, which is what you're talking about, which is criminal activity. Mm-hmm. They're turning it into, oh, well, you what are you, a, a racist? You don't want immigration? No, of course I want immigration. I want legal controlled immigration. That's what I want. Yeah, I, I just want it legal. I want to know who's coming into our country. That's it. Uh, it it's, a, it's a security thing. Like if, if as long as we know who's coming in, we, we actually have the president of Mexico complaining about Biden's immigration policy because it's empowering cartels and gangs. Like it's bringing business to them. It, it's in the vicinity of like three to $6,000 and you go in and pay them and they'll uh, traffic your kid over. And then once the kid gets over, you can come into the country yourself. And did you see the, uh, the caravan that was on its way up from Guatemala? You saw that. I mean, you and I watched the video. Yeah. That yeah. was not starving women and children. I no. assure you. No. At all. It, it wasn't starving anybody because they were all overweight or <laughs> a majority of them. And not With, only were they overweight, but they were like uh, wearing clothes that were good quality clothing. New Nikes, new backpacks, yeah. gold yeah. chains. Some of them talking on talking on mobile phones. Smoking cigarettes, talk, giving a giving a talk with gold earrings. We're, uh, we're talking to the the news media. We're starving. Uh, we're hoping that uh, President Joe Biden will uh, let us in and give us the American dream. <laughs> it's like you are not starving. Mm-mm. Your uh, your your gut is hanging over your jean belt. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh no. See, no. It's, it's because they have such bad water there. It's parasites right. that are bloated from yeah. parasites. Well, it's 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 an ecosystem collapse due to due to climate change. That, that's what. It yeah. Is. Right. Yeah. Right. Unbelievable. So yeah, according to the uh, according to the DHS secretary, there's no crisis down there. There's nothing going on down there. 
Everything's we're going to have more numbers coming out here in the near future when they report on that because you know they're not going to be able to hide this forever and uh as media starts um going down there to to see how it's going uh if there's no crisis on the border why did texas activate their national guard and send them to the border i heard arizona was talking about doing the same thing Mm -hmm. well to be honest, that's that's kind of where they. I mean, that's that's what they do. That's what they're supposed to be for. Is is that actually so? Well, yeah, yeah, protecting the the state, protecting yeah. the state. Yeah, and I mean, with all those with all those casualties from lifting the mask mandate in Texas, I mean, they you know you, you got to protect it even yeah. more now. Well, well, maybe maybe we should open it up. Maybe we should open so we get more immigrants to replace the people we lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which uh, I ran the numbers real quick. That's uh, over two million. If this trend continues for the next year, it'll be over two million. Let's let's hope this trend doesn't continue with for for the next year because when you talk about trends and we're talking about COVID, that means that and you're talking about continuing for the next year. That means I'm going to have to look at Doctor Fauci for another year, and I don't want to look at this guy for another minute. Yeah, well, oh no, he's he's one of the advisors, so I imagine he's going to have that position as long as uh, Biden is president. So Th- this guy, he, he's like 82, isn't he, Fauci? Yeah, he's he's up there in age. Dude, um, you're 20 years past retirement. What are you still doing there? Making money. He makes more money than the president. So, yeah, he's and 80. That's, he's born 80. in 1940. Yeah. He's 80 years old and he's the highest paid federal employee. Yep, over the president. What, and why this on is earth, a non-elected official. What why are we why why don't we force this guy into retirement? We force other people into retirement. Why don't we force this guy into retirement? This guy should have been forced into retirement 20 years ago. Tell the the, the Vatican forces their um, they do people into retirement at like 75. So <laughs> unbelievable. Well, speaking of him, uh, he's out. He's he's on CNN. He's um, he's made this uh, the statement the other day about how, well, uh, if if people are vaccinated, then they don't have to be around each other with masks now. Right. Isn't that, that that's kind of what he's been following? Oh, only if only if they're vaccinated as well. Like as right. long as everybody's vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that, for whatever, that's going to protect you. Um, I'm not sure how that's okay. Well, I mean, it, it, if you go to that uh, CDC document we talked about here yesterday, I think it was yesterday, um, they said that the maximum that masks helped was 1.7%. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So and we, we, it's we, funny. Have to, we have to it's, wear them. Yeah, it's funny because there's. I, I heard today there was a school in Ohio. They're going to be requiring the double masking recommendation from the CDC when they reopen. They won't reopen without it. Oh, so it's a it's a whopping two percent over a hundred days. Um, yeah. Well, if you wear two, lucky. which according to Fauci is just common sense, if you wear two. But of course, then he comes out and he says that there's no data to support that. But he said that it was just common yeah. sense. Actually, I'm wondering if he had to come out and say that because it it does actually make masks less effective because. As you hinder air resistance through the filter, the filtration part, it's going to seep around your mask. Uh, so mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. where there isn't and filtration. You know, we, we actually had GP talking about that last year. Last year, he said the tighter you have these things on, the more dangerous they actually become. Not for not just for you, but if anything you're expelling, it's going to project that even further because it's a concentrated stream out when it comes out. Yep. So I, I honestly, I mean... You could you could, you know, look to the free market and wear those nosy things. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. But I want to get to this clip of Fauci first. Okay, this is Fauci on CNN the other day, uh, yesterday, I think, talking about uh, or maybe it was this morning. No, no, it must have been last night. Uh, Yesterday he was on CNN and he was asked the question about 
why people are not able to travel. Of course, that, that was supposed to be the key to it, right? Oh, yes, you're going to get to travel. It'd be fine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. So, Dr. Fauci, why aren't people able to travel? Well, let's listen to what he had to say. You know from the Biden administration that they say it will make its decisions based on science. What's the science behind not saying it's safe for people who have been vaccinated, received two doses, to travel? This ought to be good. You know, that's a very good question, John. And, and the CDC is carefully heading in that direction. Uh, you know, when we when when Dr. Walensky made the announcement a day or two ago about the fact that when you have a couple of people, two or three or more people in a family setting, both of whom are vaccinated, even if it's someone from another, a friend that doesn't have to be a member of the family, that was the first in a multi-step process that they are going to be rolling out. They're being careful, understandably. They want to get science. They want to get data. And then when you don't have the data and you don't have the actual evidence, then you've got to make a judgment call. Oh. And I think that's what you're going to be seeing in the next weeks. You're going to see little judgment by little calls. more and more guidelines getting people to be more and more flexible. The first installation of this is what can vaccinated people do in the home setting. Obviously, the next one is going to be what you're asking. What about travel? What about going out? What about getting a haircut? What about doing things like that? That's all imminently going to be coming out. But it's going to be based on making a judgment call rather than having data or evidence. So maybe if you don't have any data on that, and our, our previous trends and, and previous pandemics and our previous trends and, oh, I don't know, flu vaccinations or any vaccine in general, which this isn't a vaccine. We've talked about it. It's a therapeutic. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we let the people do what, the, what they want. Like you can't restrict travel. It's unconstitutional. But it's it's actually it's more than that. Yes, we're talking about travel here. But notice what he said. Well, it's a it's a judgment call on whether or not you can get a haircut. It's a judgment call on what you're going to be doing in your own home. They're going to be telling you what you can and can't do in your own home. Uh, no, no. Unbelievable, this guy. Well, this, uh, actually, that that does make sense, actually. Um, them telling because, you know, people people have those government sanctioned listening devices in their home. Um, you know, the smart yeah. speakers. Well, and, I don't. You know, but yeah. smart TVs, you know, that kind of stuff. Did I tell it, you it'll there's make it easier. Did I tell you there's a smart store down the road from me? There's a smart home store. They sell everything in there that's all this smart garbage, right? Appliances and devices and security systems and Google Nests and all and all that stuff. Everything. Anything that is a smart home device, they sell it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it, it's not for me. Uh, this is this is going to be I'm, – I'm concerned. As they go down the road of ESGs, <clears throat> you're going to be required to have – you know, a um, smart, smart device, such as, you know, your, your thermostat. It's going to have to be a smart device to monitor how much electricity you're using through your heating and air um, or uh, smart meters, smart, you know, the, the both electrical and water. Um, they do those now to where, which to be fair, it's convenient for the um, staff so they don't have to go around and read meters, right? You can do it from a laptop. And they do go around like once a month just to make sure everything's still calibrated, right? You know, make sure it's all right. But uh, having it all digitally tracked like that, you can track how much usage you have and graph it out. And, oh, look at that. Your water usage is too high. You're using more than your allotted five gallons. We're going to have to charge you more or it's going to lower your ESG rating. I was going to say, yeah, it's going to hit your score and then you won't be able to shop at the store that month. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, until, uh -huh. you get that, yeah. until you get that back up. Uh-huh. 
but I, I do see the the convenient side of it. But at the same time, I'm paying for that. So that's not really your concern. If I'm paying for it, what do you care? I'm paying you a premium for that service. So you don't have any say if I'm paying that bill. Now, if I'm a freeloader, okay, fine. But right. But that's that's not what's happening. Freeloader. Yeah, this is. Yeah, well, here's here's yeah. an interesting question. Here's an interesting question. I have a setup. I have a unique setup here. OK, I, I went through and I, I did the whole solar panel and everything and uh, new heating unit and everything based on uh, geothermal and all the rest of it. Here's the question I have. I have that system. Mm-hmm. Whatever electricity I don't use that I generate extra from having these solar panels, I can actually sell back to the utility. So I'm not actually paying a bill. I'm actually getting money back from that utility. What would that do for my ESG? Um, pretty much you're going to be required to have solar and um, maybe a small wind turbine if, if you're in an area with wind. Honestly, to a degree, I'm okay. So I'm okay with people having, like encouraging people to have solar, right? I'm okay with that because on an individual level, Solar works pretty good, you know, for individual households. Um, it's a good. Uh, I can it's vouch not even for that. A substitute. It's a. I can vouch for that. Solar is yeah. good for for a household. Believe me, it. If you have it on site, if you have it on site at your house, it works. Yeah. So I'm I'm good with people going that route and having you know benefits to like maybe I don't know a tax credit or something there, but I don't want to force people to do it. Number one, not everybody can afford it. Number two, it's guaranteed money to uh, companies. As much as I like Tesla, you know, you, I, I'm not, you can't mandate using government to require you to buy a, a, a product. You can't do that, right? So as much as I like it and, and would, you know, before, I think it would be unconstitutional to do something like that. And, and, and besides the fact, it's just the principle of the government holding a gun to your head saying, you're going to do this, or even a corporation or a company. That's, that's the problem. It's not even just the government that's doing it. They're, they're sidestepping the constitution and just saying, ah, private corporation, yeah, you, you don't, you know, we're just going to create this ESG system and we're going to track you. And we're just, you know, all these businesses are all going to jump on board with this ESG stuff. And we're just going to work together and do this on a, on a, you know, corporate level and just bypass the government. All right. Let's pull a Jen Saki and circle back. <laughs> what about, I heard you mention nosy. What's nosy? Nosy is a, it's a face mask, <laughs> but it's not. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It is this thing you put on your nose that's supposed to protect you from everything except a virus because there's nothing out there that can actually do that unless you're wearing a positive pressure suit. Have you seen this thing? I have. They're little cap things that go over your nose, basically. They, they, they just sit on your nose. They have like a carbon filter in them or something that, you know, is supposed to filter out. Okay. If you virus, have allergies, yeah, if you have allergies, all right, fine. I, I can understand, right? It does keep like pollen particulate out and all that stuff. All right, great. But it's not going to stop a virus, is it? Well, no, because I mean, it's sitting on your nose. That's it. It doesn't cover your mouth. So if you're trying to make a mask that protects you from viruses, you need something that seals over the mouth. And uh, the other thing is, you, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to design it to where it it purges. So part of the problem with masks is it creates this wonderful uh, little ecosystem there inside the mask, you know, high humidity and everything. And so bacteria and everything can just, you know, explode inside of there. If you're going to make a mask like that, you're going to have to have it set up to where when you exhale, all of that excellent is purged. 
Azure X. Well, that defeats the purpose. So it doesn't create that. Yeah, that defeats purpose. Well, yes and no. That would be exhalation. But your mask would have to be designed to protect you, not you protect someone else. But, but so the, as long as but, you're designing to protect the individual. But but the, the masks are to protect other people, not mm-hmm. you, though, which is mm-hmm. not how they work anyway. But yeah. Right, right. It defies science by, by saying it that way. Um, I mean, seriously, on a, on a serious note, if they were designing something like this and we're creating a mask that the best, best filtration you can get, custom fitted to where it would fit and seal properly on, on each individual, and then had a system in place that would uh, ensure that it stays clean, the filters are easy to change, and I don't know, maybe use UVC light to, to help fight viruses. You know, anything that comes through the filter gets hit by a UVC. Something like that. Okay, that would be an innovation to actually try to, to, to combat this. Instead, you're just told to wear these cloth things that stop 10 microns and that's it. It doesn't go any smaller. Might stop some dust. That's about all it's going to stop. Yeah. Uh, well, some dust. Yeah. Not the finer stuff. Yeah. Not, not the finer stuff. This, uh, th- this nose mask thing or whatever in the hell it is, it's a Kickstarter thing. And apparently it's already raised over $25,000. How many people have backed it now? I don't know. Last I heard about this, there was only like 200 backers. It says a Kickstarter for the product has raised over 23,000 pounds since it started, which is about, I want to say it's like around 25. Well, it might even be more than that. Maybe 27, 28,000. Several many, respondents okay, so comment. Yeah, se- se- 23,000. Yeah, 32,000 US. $32,000. This thing's raised, yeah. raised 32 grand. Several respondents commented on how in a post-corona world, people have been indoctrinated through sheer terror in forgetting that humans have immune systems. That's what it is now. Everyone seems to forget that we actually have an immune system. Everyone seems to have forgotten that. The immune systems of half the country will become so weak after years of filtered existence that they'll risk dying from the cold. That's the idea. That was a respondent by one one person. The idea... Yes and no, because we, we've talked about that with GP, and GP has said that um, it, it's not that your immune system gets weaker. It's that your immune system gets overly active, um, when you, when you lock down like this. So when you are exposed to something, it's very aggressive. Yeah. And it's, it, it also becomes that way when you take this so-called uh, vaccine, it, it enhances that even more. So your body essentially attacks itself more or less. Uh, that's all I'm going to say on it. The idea of people being so terrified of a virus, which has a 99.8% survival rate for most walking around in masks and literally leaping out of the way of other people would have once seemed strange. But now it's the new normal, right? So maybe the uh, the nose thing, maybe it's really not that that odd. No, uh, I mean, I'm all for the uh, free market making something like this and doing something like that. And if there's a, a, a people that want to go out and buy it and, you know, what, what have you, fine. Uh, the problem is, wasn't this pushed by a certain organization that we just love? And who was it? Pretty sure World Economic Forum pushed it that one. The nose thing? I think so. Maybe, maybe actually, I might be thinking of the, the lamp we talked about. Yeah, the, uh, the the sterilizing circles or whatever it is, or the sanitary circles. Yeah, it, that I know that one was World Economic Forum, but I'm wanting to say this one was as well when I watched the video, but I, I could be. You know how it is. We, we go over so much. It, I, okay, the next question I have about this nosy, is it Bluetooth enabled? I don't know. Why? Well, I'm, I'm just curious um the if they could do some kind of tracking or something with it it looks so freaking 
stupid anyway. It is so freaking stupid. It it it's, it looks like a, a you're walking around with a clown nose or something. Yeah, that's that's what it looks like. Bruce, that's the new normal. Yeah, we we've got to take all this stuff seriously. You could kill somebody if you didn't have a nose heal. <laughs> The whole idea was that it was supposed to protect other people, right? Not you. That was the whole idea. Y'all, you don't want to kill somebody, do you? That was the whole idea. Uh, the nosy, the problem with the nosy is you're going to you're gonna spawn a bunch of nose or mouth breathers. Well, we already have it, those. Well, the, the problem with it is, is it's going to restrict your airflow through your nose. So people are going to be less likely to breathe through their nose and they'll breathe through their mouth. And you're only going to exasperate the problem. So, but... There's no way to stop it, even if you breathe through your nose or your mouth. Or you know what? Just stop breathing, Bruce. Just just stop breathing. If you can, if you can just stop the airflow completely, then you'll know for a fact that you won't be killing anyone. To be fair, though, uh, some some of the ideas that they're doing here with the uh, filter and everything, and that how small and legit I had thought about making something like this, but on a larger scale to try to make some money on saps. I mean, <clears throat> all right. Let's talk about the woman in Utah. Looks like she got a COVID vaccine. A what was it? A second one? Yeah, she got the two dose ones. Uh huh. The uh, the Moderna one or whatever. Uh, and she uh she died four days later, uh, apparently of liver failure. Yeah. So she was thirty nine years old. Died of blah, blah blah. Yeah, it was the Moderna uh, vaccine. She died after the second one. Four days later, her family who is now waiting on an autopsy, held a celebration for life the past weekend. Uh, see, Cassidy Carrill, I believe is her name, by all accounts was healthy, happy, and had more energy than just about anyone else around her, according to her family. They also said there was no known health uh, problems or pre-existing conditions. What other assumption would you make? I mean, it's again with this. What, what other assumption would you make? Woman goes in to get a vaccine, which, by the way, I'm pretty sure that this one, her employer required her to get, which I, I, I'm going to bet right there. You want to talk about lawsuits. OK, first and foremost, the pharmaceutical companies are not held liable for this. Right. They were given liability protection right there should raise every single red flag that there is that alone should raise red flags. The fact that you can't hold these people responsible if they do you harm or cause you death. The fact that you can't seek some type of compensation for that speaks volumes in and of itself. But a, but an employer requiring you, it's bad enough with all these uh, airlines and everybody jumping online. That, that just shows their stupidity. That's all that does. She but was employers, a surgical tech. That's she was why a surgical she was required. Tech. Okay. Yeah, for well, then, plastic surgeons. Okay. All right. First of all, shame on whoever in the hell that doctor is for not knowing any better. Okay. That's the first thing that I have to say about this. I'm not that smart of an individual. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a scientist or anything like that. But I understand how these things work. And I understand what it's doing to people. I can see that. Now, if some doctor or some employer is going to require their employees to get vaccinated, well, guess what? Then I want it in writing that you're going to be held liable if I suffer any kind of damages. Of course, I wouldn't take it anyway. I'd rather quit. You can quit your job. You can always get another job. You cannot get another life. You only get one of those. Wait, you mean we don't respawn like video games? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, so they were saying that uh, they were saying she got up to go to work like a normal day. And uh, then she complained about her heart racing and she was in a little bit of pain and she needed she thought it would probably best that she went to ER. She went to ER and then within a couple hours died after. What the hell's wrong with people? You know, I um, she was for it, by the way. She was for taking was the for vaccine. Oh, yeah, she oh. was for taking the vaccine and she was encouraging other people to take the vaccine. You know, seven European nations today, today, 
seven European nations halted the AstraZeneca vaccine on reports of serious blood clots. Seven countries shut it down, including Iceland. They also joined in on that one. So I guess eight countries, if you consider that to be a European country. Um, her, her father actually sounds like he's a fairly intelligent man because he knows what Occam's razor is. Well, he's a phrase. If I read it, yeah, if I read it correctly, he was a a retired uh, Air Force pilot. Yeah. Um, Which Occam's razor is basically the the simplest answer is probably the correct answer. Um, In this case. In a, a, yeah. And that's basically what he was saying. And if you look at Occam's razor in this case, um, she was healthy and in good condition, like no pre-existing conditions. And then she gets the shot and then dies. So yeah, there, there's not really anything to, I don't know what else you would do. So unless she was like secretly doing drugs or prescription meds or something in the background that we didn't know about, which the autopsy would show, this this was, you know, was a vaccine. The uh, And the reason I bring up the European thing uh, is, speaking of Iceland, okay, so like I said, they were they were the latest European nation. So you got, uh, you got all these other uh, countries that are involved uh, that have shut it down. Uh, the tiny island nation confirmed roughly 6,000 COVID cases since the start of the pandemic, right? Only 330,000 people, that's 6,000 cases, that's not bad, which is roughly 2% of the population. Back on the continent, the EMA, which is the equivalent of like what their FDA is over here, uh, confirmed that it has counted no fewer than 30 incidents of harmful blood clots in patients who received the vaccine, which again, take that for what it is. It's a government agency, including at least one case in Denmark where a patient died. I'm sure there's more than just one. Forex Live tweeted, this AstraZeneca story isn't getting enough attention. It's true. It's not. Uh, it's going to undermine vaccine take up. If people are dying, it's a disaster for the company, too. If they're covering up the deaths, it's even worse. That's what I'm saying. More countries have followed Denmark by suspending the approval of what well, none of them have been approved. I think that right there is is a misnomer in and of itself uh, of the uh, suspending approval of the AstraZeneca Oxford COVID vaccine. Norway, Denmark, Estonia, Lithuania, Luxembourg, Latvia and Italy have now opted to halt use of the vaccine, creating more problems in Europe's sluggish vaccine rollout. The Europeans are not vaccine takers. There's your problem. People don't want to get whacked up with something from Bill Gates. Okay, there's your problem. Here's a guy who's wanted in several countries around the world. He's wanted. If Bill Gates lands a jet airplane in India, he will be cuffed on the tarmac. If he goes to certain countries in Africa, it's Africa, right? Certain countries in Africa. He's wanted down there, too for destroying people's lives and killing people. That one specifically was um, uh, because they, they tried to institute abortion and whatnot there in Africa. And Africans are, they, they believe in life that's being sacred, unlike here, apparently. The halts follow incidents involving blood clots in patients who recently received the vaccine. Two incidents were reported in Austria, which I heard Austria was another one that, uh, that stopped it. I mean, they stopped it a while back. Uh, although Vienna is allowing the vaccine to continue to be used, at least for now, Okay. Oh, no, it was France. France France stopped it. Sorry. I remember Macron had it. The AstraZeneca one stopped. Uh, serious cases of blood clots have been reported in Denmark as, uh, uh, and other countries as well. Um, in a tweet confirming the suspicion, or in, in a tweet confirming the suspension, Denmark's health minister said that there is currently no way to know for certain whether the cases of serious blood clots are connected to the vaccine. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> if people are just taking this vaccine and then they're developing blood clots, gee, I wonder what you could blame that on. That's um, that's a severe one of the risks of severe COVID is uh, blood clotting. 
that mm-hmm. that is a severe like in the lungs and then obviously it can progress elsewhere and kill you just days ago the italian prime minister mario draghi halted a shipment of astrazeneca vaccines to australia marking the first time an eu leader invoked rules to prioritize domestic vaccine access now the italian authorities are suspending vaccinations from a current batch of astrazeneca vaccines following a pair of suspicious deaths Meanwhile, health authorities in Brussels and London have dismissed these concerns. Oh, there's no problem. No, no, there's there's no issue. No, it's fine. Insisting that the AstraZeneca vaccine is safe while moving ahead with plans to approve Johnson & Johnson's single dose vaccine. To be fair, wasn't the Johnson & Johnson one supposed to be more of a vaccine than um, a therapeutic? Like it's supposed um, to be a more traditional vaccine? Well, that I'm not sure about. I don't you mean not doing the mRNA? Is that what mm-hmm. you mean? Right. That yeah, I don't it's know. A, it's a slightly mutated um, coronavirus. That I don't know. Virus. So Merck yeah. was going to try that. And if you remember, we talked about that. Merck was going to try that. They were going to get on board with getting into the vaccine game. And they said, wait a minute, this is a coronavirus. There's no point in doing this. Just get it and move on. They decided they were going to focus on therapeutics. There's another outfit out there now that's working on therapeutics. It's basically it's like a pill. And if you come down with COVID, you take this pill. Five days, you're as right as rain. Honestly, um, I, I hate how pharma the I hate how the pharmacies are now. That's all they're doing, right? Is focusing on the symptoms and therapeutics. But in this case, that's what we should be focused on. We should have been doing that from the start. Should have been doing that from the start. Mm-hmm. I saw another headline yesterday, and it said it like the headline. It was so stupid, I didn't even bother clicking on it. Maybe I should have. It said vitamin D has no effect on COVID. Vitamin D. Well, if that's the case, and sunlight has no effect on it either. It's, it's, I know it's a different system and different. This, this I'm is just pointing out this the, is uh, so frustrating. I understand ignorance. what you're doing. This is so frustrating because these are things that are medicine, modern tradi- and traditional medicine that we've been following, medicine practices for centuries. And all of this has been made a mockery of in the last 12 months, all of it. All of our sciences, all of our, whether it's whether it's COVID or whether it's medical practices or whether it's man-made climate change or any of that crap, everything has been made a mockery of by these freaks. All of it. They're not basing anything on science. Hell, Fauci said it himself in the clip we just played. Well, we don't have any data or evidence. We're basing everything on a, on a judgment call. Shut up. Go play golf. Retire. Get out of here. I- I'm sick of you. The American people are sick of you. Hell, the Western world is sick of you. Get lost. We'll take care of your boss later. Gates, yeah, we'll get to him. But we need to get rid of you first, you little front man. Sorry, I'm getting carried away. Europe's much-criticized vaccination rollout has just hit another snag. Well, much-criticized. You know why it's criticized? Because no one trusts you. There's your problem. No one trusts you, and no one's a big vaccine taker here. That's the problem. Danish health authorities are increasingly concerned about the harmful side effects believed to be associated with the with the AstraZeneca Oxford vaccine, the cheap COVID remedy that was supposed to help Europe catch up with the U.S. and the U.K. and Israel. Catch up. You want to catch up with Israel. That means you're going to have to do COVID passports. You're going to have to do, well, vac- vaccinate majority of your population. I mean, you got some don't want to do. That don't want to take well, no, they, they actually convinced much of their population that the vaccine was good. And, uh, you know, you can no, go I back mean, to normal and all that. I mean, Europeans. Stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's quite a few Americans that don't want to take it either. I got to play this for you. So, Bruce, are you are you a believer in the fact that if you take a vaccine, you'll get freedom? Are you a believer in that? Um, no. No. OK, well, let me ask the more important question then. Are you a believer that if you take the vaccine, then you will be giving social justice? I will be giving social justice by taking a yes. vaccine. Yes. 
Okay, now that makes me want to take the vaccine even less. Okay, I'd like for you to hear this city official talk about the vaccine yesterday. Okay, take a listen to this. Institutions are going to say you can't come in here unless you have the vaccine. Some jobs are going to say you can't get a job here unless you are safe and you don't put the rest of the people that work here in jeopardy unless you have the vaccine. If you want freedom and if you want social justice, take the vaccine. There you go. If you want freedom and if you want social justice, then just take the vaccine. How many of these people that are pushing the vaccine, like in, in the in the public uh, space, how many of them are actually being paid by these companies to, to push this I would this venture to say all of them. That would be my guess. Yeah. And, uh, and if the you reason don't, I bring that up, the reason I bring that up, it just came out. There's some troll dude that was on the left that was uh, well known on Twitter, something like 900,000 mm-hmm. views. Um, they outed him for getting paid by the DNC. Like it was like $57,000 or whatever to troll as he's been trolling. And um, people are pissed about it. Same thing here. How many people are being paid to, to propaganda? That, that's all this is, propaganda. Yeah. I, I think they're being, not only are they being paid, I think they're also being uh, bullied, if you will. Look, if you don't do this, then uh, your political career is finished. You'll never work in this town again kind of thing. You'll be blackballed. That might actually be more common than actually being paid, actually. It's more of a uh, either do this or you're going to, as you said. So that's OK. If you want social justice, then uh, then take the vaccine. Not pass. Thanks. China has urged the World Health Organization because I'm sure they have no pull there or anything. You know, I'm, I'm sure that they have no influence with the World Health Organization whatsoever. Um, nah. nah, no, nah, I'm sure they have no uh, influence or anything like that. It's not like they run the entire thing or anything like that. Couldn't be anything like that. China has urged the World Health Organization to let them run the global vaccine passport system. Well, there can't be anything wrong with that, can there? Um, so the country that is probably the worst offender of human rights in, in, the, in the common era. Also, they're, they're horrible with um, um, data security and that sort of thing, hacking into things, stealing information. We want to give that country the power to track billions of people around the world. Hmm. Well, not to mention the fact that where'd this come from? <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah>. hello. <laughs> Does anybody even want to say that anymore? Does anybody even know anymore where it came from? But but China is the shining example of the future. All right. Yes, yes. We we dumb Westerners with our outdated democracies. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, they did it right in China. I mean, they, they were able to uh, defeat COVID very quickly and opened up everything back up again. Yeah, and they had a total victory against poverty. Yeah. The Chinese Communist Party launched its domestic vaccine passport system on Wednesday, despite WHO officials urging countries not to implement such a system due to unequal access to vaccines and the variety in the quality of the the available offerings around the world. You see, it becomes about inequity now. Yeah, because it's not inequality anymore. Now we're into inequity, right? We're not we're not equitable. Governor Gavin Newsom says that there will be no going back to the way things were because it accepts inequities. So we can't go back to that way. Here's a guy who's skating on thin ice with hot blades and he comes out and he makes a statement like that while he's dining at a at a restaurant that he puts out there on TikTok with a bunch of celebrities when no one else is allowed to go to restaurants. Uh, the vaccine passport, which is a digital 
certification that confirms a person has received a vaccination joins China's larger social credit system. Well, I'm sure it was just easy enough to work that right in there. You know, I'm, I'm sure it was just easy enough, which judges every citizen and awards them numerical scores based on how much the party approves of their behavior. What a great system, huh? Yeah. That's, it doesn't that sound like utopia to you. The you behavior- know something. Yeah, go ahead. Isn't it interesting that the coming generation, what is it that they enjoy about social media? That little high they get every time they post mm-hmm. a video or something. The likes. Yeah. The likes. The, the upvotes. The, huh. Interesting that you're going to get an up and down vote under this new social credit system. Uh-huh. Yeah. The behavior judged can vary from littering to volunteering. Uh, volunteering. One of these, uh, one of these, these sacks, sad sack millennials. Yeah, volunteering somewhere. Yeah, sure. The Give Me isn't Society that, volunteering. Isn't that in, in in effect when you're strong arming someone into volunteering? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the equivalent of uh, forced labor or slavery? More or less. In this case, I think it would be more of like a psychological thing than you know necessarily like a, a physical one. Which if you yeah if you violate any of those, which would result in respectively a lower or higher social credit score. To the display of public opinions, either in favor or against the Communist Party. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Everything you post. Everything. And of course, if you're not online, of course, I think over there it's illegal to not be online, isn't it? Uh, I'm pretty sure they have government issued um, like uh, smartphones. So, yeah, you're you're required to. And you have to take a little quiz every day when you wake up. Yep. China's social credit system has prevented millions of citizens from traveling through banning them from purchasing airplane, train, or public transportation tickets. What have we been saying for the last three years? Three years or more? Exactly this. China is similarly limiting citizens who do not receive a vaccine against the Chinese coronavirus from widespread travel. The China Global Times, which is a state-run newspaper over there, proposed Tuesday that the Communist Party could build an international vaccine passport surveillance system in a week through its large technology companies. Oh, see, they've already got it all ready to go. We don't have to worry about taking months. The Chinese can just step in and say, well, here you go. We'll help you out. Just let us run it. Uh huh. The proposal appeared to be a response to the WHO explicitly discouraging countries from creating such a system. I love how the WHO is playing the good cop in this one, don't you? Yeah. When yeah. it's when in reality, it's that organization that's going to be behind facilitating everything with that program. Kind of ironic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, so, they have to appear that they have favor with the people, right? That right. They're, they're trying to do what the people want, yeah. if you will. Yeah, sure. Sure. This is also a group of people that discouraged national governments from imposing lockdowns, which were unnecessary. Behind the scenes, we're for it. Chinese experts noted on Tuesday that China can help by sharing its experience with and provide technical support to the World Health Organization to organize the issue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As China is the most experienced country in using a health code system in the world, while the World Health Organization is the most proper organizer for the matter to ensure independence, fairness, and data security. (laughs) I can't do it. Oh, God. That is good. Huawei is so good at securing data for themselves. The regime approved experts, yeah, I'm doing quotes here, Communist Party experts, cited in the article argued that since China has been conducting mass surveillance of its citizens, violating their human rights for years, expanding that system to the rest of the world would not present a major technological challenge. <laughs> well, that's I mean, true. Th- that's true. That's it true. It wouldn't be much of a challenge. That's, with, with that's the technology not a lie. already there. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they, they jumped in with Google. 
like if they work together with Google and Amazon, who do you think helped them build infrastructure it? Infrastructure there. Yeah, I know. But that's what I'm saying. Like if they did this on a global scale, I'm putting and linking things together for the listener because everything's in place. Like it's just a matter of them working together to, to create something like this. In terms of technology, I believe that the Chinese companies can build an international platform in just one week. One of those experts, the head of the Chinese organization identified as the Information Consumption Alliance, claimed the WHO can draft the rules, procedures and data format. China, but see, but see, but the World Health Organization apparently is against everything. But see, China is willing to just draft all that stuff and hand it right to them. But they're against it. Yeah, right. Sure. Well, well, that's why they should be over it is because they're against it. So they'll do a better job. Right. At handling it. Sure. China is very willing to provide support in sharing experience and techniques in setting up such a platform as the country has rich experience in this. True. They do. They have a lot of experience in manipulating and controlling their people. The Global Times went on to say that China's participation in a global health surveillance program would guarantee public trust. True. (laughs) Actually, that (laughs) would be true. Either you trust us and you follow our direction or you do not exist in our society. That is true. I mean, if you ask all the people that voted for Hitler, do you know 100% of the people voted for him? Yeah. Honestly, honestly. Yeah, you didn't have any other choice. And that's that's terrible. I know we're, uh, that's that's not actually a laughing matter. I, I remember hearing stories from people that went, obviously, that, you know, they were too young at the time, but uh, they went with their parents to vote. And if they voted, uh, and listen to this, somebody would stand there and look over their shoulder while they would vote. Oh, you mean... Uh, like the new policy that the Biden administration is trying to, or, or excuse me, yeah, uh, the Biden administration will sign, but the Congress is pushing through to, well, basically it, it, it abolishes the gig economy. But at the same time, it mandates that union jobs. It, so if you're in a gig economy, you, you have to be employed by a union job, number one. So you have to be guaranteed that. And if you're against the union, right, if you want to vote against joining a union, currently, you can do that anonymously. You don't have to show yourself, you know, expose yourself. Under this new law that they're wanting to institute, you would have to stand up and basically give your identification. Like you have to tell them who you are, where you live, all that fun stuff, Hmm. and why you're opposing joining a union. That's not a problem at all, right? It's kind of the same tactic we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. To further that point, if someone didn't vote correctly, then they were pulled aside and they were given a talking to. And we we don't we never had that problem with unions or anything. Have No, no, of course not. No, of course not. And if that person didn't give the correct answer, well, then they were made to vote again until they got it right. Yeah. So the Communist Party back to China, the Communist Party hopes to convince countries that unlike the United States, have approved the use of Chinese-made vaccinations to lift travel restrictions on vaccinated Chinese citizens. A country that has never created a vaccine in 5,000 years, until now, is now all of a sudden created the Holy Grail and you're going to save the world. That's incredible. That's incredible. Sounds legit. Yeah, that doesn't smell bad at all. Hmm. Chinese experts said it is very possible and practical for China to start mutual recognition with countries that had approved Chinese vaccines, such as Malaysia, Singapore and Indonesia. Yeah, the leadership you bought off. The publication reported or some neighboring countries that have practical needs for resuming exchanges, such as South Korea and Japan. 
who are no friends of the Chinese. Not, I'm not talking about the people. I'm talking about the Chinese Communist Party. The South Koreans are not friends of the Chinese Communist Party. The Japanese are certainly not friends of the Chinese Communist Party. Or regional organizations such as the Association of Southeast Asian Nations or any other country that is willing to cooperate. They went on to say that vaccination is not just is just not available enough around the world and is not available certainly on an equitable basis. So you see, it's it's, uh, you know, th- this would lead to inequity and unfairness further branded into the system. Yeah. So <sighs> inequity. So it's not equitable here in the U.S. if you compare other other countries to us. Right. And this is this is overall not I'm not referencing vaccines here. I'm referencing overall as such, because it's not equitable. We have to take from you to give to those that are less fortunate than you are. That's basically what this means when they start talking about equity. Well, let me put it this way. I don't want a virus from China. I don't want a vaccine from China. I don't want a vaccine passport from China. Okay, I don't want any of that stuff. And you know something? I don't want a virus from our governments. I don't want a vaccine from our governments. And I don't want a passport from our governments that's not made of paper that doesn't have our IDs. That's all I want. I want the passport I already have. That right there is a COVID vaccine. That's all the vaccine passport you need is that right there. You don't need anything new. You just need that. You don't create more laws and more infrastructure for a system that you already have in place. Okay, speaking on China, right, let's end on this one. The Chinese diplomats and the U.S. diplomats are getting ready to meet for the first time since Uncle Joe took office. Wouldn't you like to be a fly on the wall for that meeting? Because you know that you know if something goes down in the in in the South China Sea, Joe's not seriously. You're going to put Joe in a commander's seat for a, a naval battle in the South Pacific. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You know, Trump declassified this uh, this document before he left, and we are to protect Taiwan for the next thirty years. For the next thirty years, and we know China wants it. Yeah, we know China wants it. We know they they want to go over there and they want to take it. But since Trump declassified that document, you notice it's put Biden in a very bad spot. So there's nothing that can be done now. So now the people know it. So that kind of you know that that brought we're supposed to have the alliance in in this case we're supposed to form the alliance th- this to protect that interest with the Japanese and the Australians so you're supposed to have a US Japanese Australian alliance there to maintain peace in in the South China Sea and in the South Pacific and we're supposed to protect Taiwan i, I think we so i think we will but if you only if you consider sending them blankets as helping them blankets we had yeah, because we actually had a treaty with Ukraine that if Russia came in and invaded them again, that we were supposed to go in and help defend them. The same with uh, uh, Britain was a part of that as well. And I, I think there was like Germany and some others were France. You know, we, we had some of the Western countries that agreed to help Ukraine if, if Russia, you know, that um, that happened during the Obama administration. How, how much... How much um, do you think we sent down there as far as weapons or troops or anything? You know, any we didn't. We didn't send any. It was only blankets. That was it. So, yeah, I think we'll help them, but we'll send them blankets or something. Joe Biden is supposed to have his first press conference today, his very first press conference today. This guy gave a talk the other day, and he literally had a thousand people watching. A thousand people t- tuned into the feed. That was it. I'm wondering, I, I think this is this is kind of a, other than the fact, I know we keep harping on the fact that he's the most popular president ever, right? But at the same time, I'm, I'm kind of wondering if it, this is a, a side effect of the people are just tired of, of hearing from the president. 
you know, I mean, if, if this were an average year, we don't care about who's president or what the president's doing or any of that kind of stuff, right? We, we, we don't really care. It's just let me go about my life, get out of my way, government, and just let us have our freedom. But over the last, uh, I, I was going to say four years, but it's really, it's like 16 years. Um, it's been nothing but the president or uh, during the Obamas, uh, Michelle, or, you know, something of that nature. And I'm, I'm wondering if people are fatigued by that. And if that's playing into the fact that they also don't want to watch someone that has dementia or is showing signs of cognitive decline on top of the fact that um, they also didn't vote for him, like half the country didn't vote for him. So the guy's gone mentally. I, so this is where I'm, I'm wondering, I, I, I don't know, is if he's just struggling with like um, speech, if that's where his I mean, he could be cognitively there. He's just having struggling with like finding words to say. I, I don't think it's that. I, I've seen, I, I mean, I know what a speech impediment looks like, and that's not yeah. that's not a speech yeah. impediment. I know what Joe Biden used to behave like. I know what, Joe Biden's been in politics for 50 years, okay? Like twice my lifetime over. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but it doesn't work. Uh, I no, it's it, it, he's it, yeah. he's not the same Joe Biden he was it, it, back in the Obama administration. He's not he's not the same guy. He's no, not the same guy. He's not. And it's he's not. That's a that's a cognitive decline. It's not it's a simple speech impediment. Uh, not not by a long shot. But more than that, I've seen people with a cognitive decline. I've known people that have gone through that, and I know exactly what it looks like. And that look on his face and that look in his eyes. That's what that is. Yeah, he 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 looks like he's um I mean the, the one where here recently where he was at like the the whatever the store was um that was sad. That was yeah. just sad. Uh cuz he he did look like he was an old dude uh in the store it just and he, he looked like he's like why am I here? What am, what am I doing here? Yeah, and they're keeping like. him up there. Like they're they're keeping him up there. That I mean for God's sake. His like his wife, for God's sake, Do- doesn't she have any compassion? Doesn't she care about her husband to not put him through this? I mean, that, that would be um, my guess. Yes and no. So I imagine she probably doesn't want him up there because of that. And I, I but I think it's a I think Biden is so bullheaded. I think he's still arrogant and bullheaded enough that he's like, I can still do this. I got this. And you actually think he he's making this. calls. I think he's trying to make calls. Yes. So what's Kamala doing then? She's taking calls with other call, world wait, wait, leaders. Ma- making calls as in like actual phone calls or making calls as in like calls, judgment calls? Both. Both. Because you got to, I, I think mean, he's, you can't have one without I the other. I think he's attempting to. Well, see, this is the thing. He could be making calls, yes, but it doesn't mean the administration's following his, whatever his judgment call is. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as talking to world leaders, um, no, that that's Kamala's doing all that. Or, or somebody else in the State Department. It's not It's not him. I mean, he'll do it just for show or something like that. But no, yeah. the meat and potatoes is Kamala. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be. It's it's not him. I mean, you, you really think the guy's sitting there putting out the tweets on the, the presidential Twitter account? That's not him. Oh, no. Oh, there, no. There's no way. No. No, he doesn't even know what Twitter is. Maybe he does, right? Trump knew what Twitter was. <laughs> Yeah, but that's because he used it like three in the morning. I mean, Trump knew what it was because he used it all the time. I I don't Biden. I don't think he knows what it is. He talks about having your kids uh, when they go to sleep, having a record playing record. I didn't hear like you didn't hear that one. He said that on the the campaign trail. It's like, 
a record playing. It's like, come on, dude. You're so out of touch with the times. Well, to so, be fair, no, I, I don't. to be fair, turntables are making a comeback, to, to be fair. And and yeah, but, I'll, I'll be honest with you, you can still buy vinyl over here. You can go into the stores and they're still, still selling vinyl. Too. And you know yeah. what? The vinyl records, I don't care what anybody says, vinyl records, they sound better. So the, the thing is, is they are making a comeback, but it, it's in a very uh, niche market. It's are like you saying that, craft are you saying, beer. Yeah, are you it's saying that... that Okay. Are you saying that the, the president of the United States is out of touch? Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit? Just, yeah, okay. just a little bit. Yeah. All right. We're out of time today. We are going to have to go. Tomorrow. I'm so looking forward to tomorrow. I've been looking forward to tomorrow all week, and it's actually going to be here tomorrow, and, uh, I, and I can't wait for it. We are doing Room 101 tomorrow. And we're doing it on our Telegram channel. So those of you who have not signed up to our Telegram channel, get over there, get signed up to us on Telegram. You will get all of our podcasts we put out here every day. And you will also get an exclusive podcast that we do once a week. And this week, tomorrow, is going to be Room 101. It's going to be not politics related. It's going to be uh, a comedy show. And we're going to have a great time with it. Uh, and I'm looking forward to the uh, to the guests we're going to have on uh, and the issues that we're going to be covering. So, And I'm anxious because we haven't how that works, we haven't told each other what the issues are we're going to bring up. So we don't we don't know. But anyway, get signed up to our Telegram channel. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us a line at tips at dynamicindependence.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family and known associates. We are trying to grow as much as possible, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we'd appreciate that. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts. Also, if you're rating podcasts, if you could give us a rating when you get a chance, that would be fantastic as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right. That will do it for today and actually this week, uh, with the exception of tomorrow. But that's again, that's our exclusive. Thank you for sitting down today, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. We will see everyone on the exclusive tomorrow if you're signed up to us on Telegram. If not, have a great weekend. We will see you on Monday.